0: What's up, y'all, and welcome to Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Growth. We're excited to bring you Episode 2 of Season 4. Today's episode is titled Intentional Leadership. Earlier in the week over Twitter, we had a discussion about how our Instructional Leadership Weekly Planner could be utilized to help leaders in schools really make sure that they're being deliberate and intentional about the use of their time. Our primary goal is to help you get inside the classroom, observe teachers in practice, and provide them with high quality feedback. We know that when As when school leaders operate as instructional leaders and are able to provide high quality feedback to enhance and refine the practices of teachers, they're also thereby helping to advance outcomes of students. And we believe that this is at the heart of instructional leadership. I hope you were able to watch our YouTube video where we talked about how we have used this tool in the past and how you could possibly use it to support your instructional leadership. But in case you didn't, We're including that segment in this week's episode. We'll be right back with that after the break. Today, we're going to discuss the instructional leadership weekly planner. Get focused and get in those classrooms. Mike, hey,
1: can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you.
1: Hey, hey. Well,
2: I wanted to have just a little bit of conversation because, you know, I posted. Hold on, this light is super bright. Let me see if I can like, oh, better, better. I posted a document that you and I used when we were co-principals together, um, you know, to track our walkthroughs and to keep ourselves focused. And I actually put it on Twitter and I also put it on the Leadership with Latoya Facebook page. And it got like over 200 likes, all these comments. People are like, thank you. Will you email this to me? So I was wanting to just talk about that tool and why it's so important and why you're talking, I'm going to actually pull, pull it up.
1: Okay. Are we like, are we recording now?
2: Yeah, we're recording now. So just, I I don't know if you wanted to share, like um, if you wanted to share uh, how that tool is so valuable to us in getting in classroom.
1: Yeah, certainly. I think, um, it kind of grew out of being a, a principal for a while, and we, we always talked about having those minutes in our days where we had like twenty minutes to do something or fifteen minutes to do something. and then by the time we figured out what it is we wanted to do to go observe a classroom, that time was up. So really, this kind of grew out of a a, a want, a desire to completely maximize our time. You know, on our podcast, we talk a lot about being intentional and being thoughtful. On what you're doing. So this tool really helped us maximize every single minute of the day and really helped us focus. We would, um, you know, sit down on Friday afternoons or maybe it was Friday morning and we would plan out our next week using the tool. And, you know, we'll get into the details of the tool, but really, I think the big part of it was being, it allowed us to be very intentional about our week because we know how crazy. It can be for principals. Uh, And this kind of gave us a way to uh, address that concern.
2: So, you know, the crazy thing about this tool, Mike, is that it's super, super simple. I mean, it's a spreadsheet divided into 30-minute segments of a day, um, every day of the week. And we used it to fill in, as you said, who we were going to go watch, observe, and give feedback to. Um, And then from there, we filled in other obligations we had, like IEP meetings or parent conferences, uh, lunch duty, morning duty, whatever those other obligations were, attending um, grade level meetings, professional learning community meetings. But this really was the priority for us in terms of making sure we got into those classrooms and conducted those walkthroughs. And I said to people, you know, it's, it's this tool, but what really makes it work is when you print it out and carry it around with you.
1: Yeah, certainly. So,
2: I, I didn't yeah. know if you wanted to I didn't know if you wanted to share a little bit about it because, you know, if you just fill it out and never look at it again, it's not going to be helpful. But you remember how we used to print it out and put it inside those plastic sleeves? And that was like our name tag all week.
1: Yeah, we're kind of kind of like uh, quarterbacks in football or you see softball and baseball players now with all their uh, plays on their wrist. They look down on it. You know, we're both very digital people, but we would print it out, stick it in a sleeve holder and carry it around so it was constantly Uh, In our face to remind us of what we need to be doing. Um, You know, I think sometimes when people see a tool like this, they're like, this is way too simple. How is this helpful? Because really, it is a, uh, a planner that we've used for 100 years broken down by 30 minutes, but it really allowed us to be intentional and um, putting in the things that we wanted to do the next week, like the classroom observations, the feedback meetings, which I think were critically important. And we didn't just put, okay, observations for two hours. Because then again, I found that I would get in, I would get to that time and be like, okay, well, seventh grade's at lunch now, so I can't go there. Sixth grade is here. Uh, what teacher should I go see? And by the time, you know, I wasted 20 minutes doing that. So this allowed us to be intentional. And I think when people see this, something they might get, you know, worried about is hectic. It is so hectic for a principal or an assistant principal. How am I going to keep to this schedule? And to be honest, you're probably not going to. And if you are able to keep 100% to the schedule, then, you know, wow. You get an A plus. You get an A plus. You get an A plus plus maybe even because that never really happened. But we were able to stick to it 80%, 90% of the time, just depending on what was going on. So we didn't stress out personally if we couldn't keep to it 100%. Uh, but it was kind of our goal for the week. And, um, you know, I talk with principals now and leadership teams that I think that's a great exercise for your entire leadership team to sit down and take 20 minutes to create that calendar for the following week. And it, it leads to some good collaboration points as well.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I believe that I got better at giving feedback, giving high quality feedback that informed practice. So, you know, some of the research says that feedback, when we give feedback to teachers, that feedback should, um, it should be actionable. It should be something teachers can do to improve their craft, their practice. And so I think that I would not have been able to get better at my ability to provide high quality feedback without the intentional planning that we did using that schedule. So the key is a, what I hear you saying, plan ahead of time. So the week before decide who you're going to see and be transparent about that. I mean, we always gave our teachers a window of time when we were going to come watch them teach and they really appreciated that. And what really is interesting is what happens um, sometimes from that is, they begin to ask you and invite you regularly to come into their classrooms. They want you there. They're like, are you coming today? Because today I'm doing something really awesome, but um, we, we, you know, we, we would be very transparent with that. So A, planning ahead of time, and then B, carrying it around with you and making sure you're using it to help you stay on track. Um, I think with those two things, that puts some structure and some strategy. Uh, to what you're trying to do in terms of instructional leadership? Because here's what we know. If you never get in the classroom, how in the world can you be an instructional leader?
1: Certainly, and your teachers know that. Your teachers know if you're getting in, they know if you're faking it, and they know if you're giving good quality feedback. So this allowed us to get in there more and more uh, to give us practice, just like an athlete. You know, you have to practice, you have to practice of getting the feedback. And in a future episode, we are going to show you some of the feedback that we gave teachers, just so you can kind of see the language we're talking about, the specificity of it, the uh, making it actionable. So we'll actually, uh, in a future episode, have some uh, feedback that we gave teachers.
2: That would be awesome. I think everybody would love to see that. What's up, y'all? Now it's time for our newest segment of Leadership with
0: LaToya Cole. On the Grow. Each week we pose a question to our Twitter followers and we ask for their responses. You might remember that our latest question was, tell us what you think is one of the biggest mistakes leaders make for us to share on our next On the Grow segment. Here's what we heard from our followers out there. Micromanaging. Our principle allows teachers to explore new and exciting ways to engage students in the classroom. I once had an admin that controlled everything about the school day and I felt stifled as an educator. There's something for us to think about leaders. Another response? Leaders often get caught up in the latest trend and lose the thread of previous initiatives, grits out, growth mindsets in. They need to recognize that we can view students and our work through multiple lenses and model how to integrate new ideas into the tapestry of practice. You know, I can really understand that. I've heard many, many times from folks about uh, how they are overloaded with initiatives and lack um, the ability to see the intersection between various efforts. Um, I think it's our responsibility as leaders to keep it simple and be deliberate and um, plan with purpose, um, deliver with deliberateness and be an instructional leader with intention. I think that's part of our practice. And the more we can make things simple and practical, the more likely they are to translate into practice. Um, Another person we heard from noted that one of the biggest mistakes leaders make is assuming that something is known. Ask questions to check for understanding with your staff the same way you would or should with your students. Also, delegation without modeling or coaching leaves room for more error. I'm a big believer in the how, not just the why and the the what but also the how so that when we are supporting folks that we're giving them a real model and demonstration for how to do what we're asking of them. Uh, I think um, another person we heard from um, talked about the fact that great leaders strategically hire, invest in developing their staff, staff, and trust their professional judgment. Good, competent people leave when they feel their creativity is stifled. So I think one of the things here that we could talk about is developing staff. I think that is a big mistake some leaders make, especially early in their journey of leadership. They tend to feel like everything, and you've probably heard Mike talk about this before, everything, um, they have to have have the answer to everything and the know-all, be-all, solution-all. And that's not what leadership's about. It's truly a test of your ability to develop others. And when you're able to do that, you create an organization where there is a sense of mutual interdependence for organizational success. And that's what we want, to play to everyone's strengths and to all work together for the good of the group. Before we leave, a couple of items to talk about. One, we hope you've joined our Leadership with LaToya Challenge. It's really simple. We want you to get into classrooms. We want you to set a goal each week uh, for how many classrooms you'll be able to visit or you want to visit. And we want you to report those over Twitter by using the hashtag Leadership with LaToya and just saying, I visited five classrooms today and gave high quality feedback. Uh, and then we're going to pick some folks who have been participating in our challenge and we're going to send you a new item we have stickers Uh, and we want you to have one so folks will ask you about Leadership with LaToya and become a part of one of the fastest growing leadership learning communities on the planet Uh, we're really excited about that lastly we want to tell you about a new feature on our website Um, we hope you are already checking out all of our free resources we're looking at revamping, expanding adding to those if there's something that's not there that you would like to see let us know send us a tweet look at our facebook page send us a message on instagram leadership with latoya is on all social media platforms and we'll try to develop that tool and 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 work through piloting it with you um, to make sure it's a practical tool that people can use to help you be better at your leadership efforts um But lastly, we want to tell you about this new feature we have we think is really cool. It's called Learn with LaToya. And what we're doing is allowing folks who are part of our membership um, to schedule a virtual or face-to-face 30 to 60-minute brainstorming conference with us. Uh, We love helping others. That's what Leadership with LaToya is all about. We believe in serving greatly, sharing openly, and that's our commitment. So for a personalized learning session, one-on-one, click the Get in Touch button on the Leadership with LaToya webpage. That's www.latoyadixon5.com, and Latoya will brainstorm with you. I'll be happy to do that. I enjoy that very much. We want you to include the topic you want to discuss in a brief description of your goals and aims of the conversation. We can't help, we can't wait to help you grow. Again, that more information can be found on my website under Learn with Latoya. It's www.latoyadixon5.com. Until next time, folks, be you. Be true. Be a hope builder. This is Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Grow.